0: This episode is titled Lessons from a Broken Website because I want to talk about some of the lessons I'm learning right now about myself and things I personally need to work on uh, internally. As I record this episode, the website for my new modern lawyer is down. If you type in the address in your browser, you get some sort of ominous looking error message. Uh, and while this is not necessarily a situation I would have chosen to, to be in, I'm actually very grateful it has happened because of the lessons that I'm learning from it. Now, I'm a believer that what is most personal is most general, meaning that if one person has a particular problem, then there are many others out there who are likely experiencing the same problem. So my hope with this episode is that the lessons I'm learning from this experience are lessons that you will be able to take and apply to your own life. So stay tuned. I'm Brad Miller, and this podcast will help you transform your law practice through deliberate design, core business competency, mental mastery, and powerful positioning so that you can have a practice that gives you the life you want, not a life that is does mercy of your practice. If you want to stop struggling, spend more time with your family, live a life of abundance, and make a difference in the lives of your clients, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the New Modern Lawyer Podcast. If you own your own law practice, you wear many hats. You know, One of those hats is often IT person. Uh, I did an episode on this a while back titled, uh, Who is Your Firm IT Person?, About the importance of delegating things like this to others. Now, depending on the size of your practice, though, and particularly if you were a solo attorney, your delegation options for things may be limited. You know, you may be stuck being the janitor or whatnot. Me and my practice in my firm, I am the IT person. You know, I'm a true solo, so both in my law firm and in the new modern lawyer business. Uh, And this means that. Whenever there's an issue with my email or my website or anything like that, I have to take care of it. Again, there's no one else around to do that. So recently, my new modern lawyer website went dark. And by that I mean that when you'd go to the site, you know, you type in newmodernlawyer.com, there was nothing there but an error message. And depending on when you're listening to this episode, it might still be an error message up there as I work to get the site back up and running. Uh, it's still not something that's been fully fixed yet. Now, obviously, this is less than ideal when you're trying to run a business, right? I mean, people, you know, including potential clients, customers, people like that, they often go to your website before deciding to do business with you. I mean, if you have clients coming into your law practice... Odds are very good, that even for referrals, that they're going to go to your website first. They're going to check out to make sure that you're a legitimate lawyer, that you're a legitimate law firm. Um, see a little bit about your practice areas to make sure that you can handle uh, the type of situation that they have, You know things like that. You know, so my sites, my New Modern Lawyer site being down, is definitely something that I'm working on fixing. Right, it's something that I don't want to be a long-term thing. Now, I was thinking about this whole situation. You know, I'm kind of at a point right now where I'm kind of waiting on things to happen, and it's outside of, of me right now. And as I'm sitting there thinking, I realize that there's some lessons in this whole situation for me, some things for me that I can be learning and can, can use to help me grow. And, and I thought that maybe that some of these things you may be able to apply as well, uh, because after all, what is most personal is most general. You know, if there are issues that I'm facing, you know, lessons that I'm learning, things like that, they may also be issues that you're facing, or lessons that that you're working on and learning as well. Alright, so to give you some backstory on this, I have been needing to update the new modern lawyer website for quite some time. I originally put it together and build it, uh put, the images on there, all the text and everything else, at least five years ago, probably longer than that even. And so it's something that's always been kind of on my radar, something to do. But the problem is, it kept on getting pushed down my to-do list. You know, something else would always come up, something that was more urgent, that was more important, that needed to be done more immediately. Um, you know, it always came to the top of my list. That I had to take care of as well. Plus while I kind of enjoyed putting it together when I initially built it, when it came to things like trying to find images and stuff like that, I just kind of got stuck and mired in things and, and I'd kind of lose interest and kind of, it just, it was difficult to kind of get there through. And so when I was thinking about the changes I need to make, I kind of went back to thinking about how difficult it was to put those images, to get them, you know, size right and to find them and everything else. And, you know, again, it just kind of helped me push them down further into the, the to do list. But at some point here, I don't know, several months back, you know, I reached out to a client of mine who does websites and I, you know, came to think, you know, realized I need to do something about this and get this thing done. So I reached out to this client and he just, you know, agreed to design a new website for me for the new modern lawyer site. You know, you know, once I get started with something, I can usually run with them, but I often have difficulty taking that first step. And so I figured that if I could, that it's probably be a good place to hire someone to help get that thing going. You know, to get to get the design, all that kind of stuff going. Because if it waited for me, it might never happen. I mean, we'd still be waiting on it if that was the case to get things. Though, um, but again, I reached out to him a couple months back, and you know, he kind of came up with a, with a. a um, I look for it and I had a a kind of sample site and everything ready to go. And was at the point where he was waiting for me to provide content and images. And that was several months ago. And he's still waiting for me to provide content and images, (laughs) right? So still waiting, still waiting on, on that to happen. Well, a few months ago, I got a notice that my hosting plan was coming up for renewal. So the company that I host my website with, um, it was time to renew my plan. Uh it was set up for an annual renewal. Uh and it did come and do from last time I done it. All right. So I kind of when I got the notice, I looked to see kind of what the cost was for the renewal, what kind of numbers you're we looking at, because it's been a while since I had done it. I don't know, a couple of years maybe since I had my renewal. And I looked at the price and felt that the price that I was being charged, the parts that I was currently paying, was, was too high. Um, I didn't feel that I needed that expensive of a package. Some of the bells and whistles and things that came with it, some of the features I didn't really need. So I could probably get by with something cheaper. And so I wanted to go and I wanted to see if what I could find. Um, you know, so I want knew I needed to reach out to that to the company, the hosting company, and see what needed to happen to basically to downgrade my plan because, um, it's not something that I could do automatically on my own going to their website. All right. So the key here is that I had to actually reach out to them. I couldn't do it my own, which means I had to call or or you know somehow re- get in touch with them. And so of course just like when it came to coming up with the content and the images that my web designer needed, I put off reaching out to the hosting provider. There was something always that came up, something more important, more urgent that I needed to do, something more fun that I wanted to do instead, and I waited, and I put it off until the day that the package expired. And how did I know that my package had expired, that my hosting had expired? Well, because on that day, my website went dark. When you go to my website, it was an error message on there, and it said in big, ominous letters, something like, Website Suspended. Okay? Now, this is not just affecting my new Modern Lawyer website, mind you. But but this is the same host that I had all my websites under. So that means that not only was my new Modern Lawyer website down, but also my law firm website was down. So you can imagine that once I realized that my sites weren't coming up, I quickly reached out to the web host uh, provider to try to get something fixed, right? I need to get this stuff back up. So I had a long conversation with them about you know looking at the plans and things like that. And was eventually told that in order to downgrade from what I had, that I needed to set up a new hosting account. Uh, Something about that the plan I currently had was no longer available, um, that there was no place I could kind of downgrade to, that if I wanted a cheaper package with less features and things like that, um, I would have to set up a new account. Otherwise, I have to continue to pay the price I was paying, which is not something I wanted to do. So, right, so... I, I did that. So I'm like, all right, great. Set up a new account. The problem is, is that when I did this, everything was great on the new account. But the former account, where I had all my website files, you know, all the database, all the stuff that went along with my sites, that account was closed down. Which I didn't realize until I tried to move things from my old account to the new one, and I couldn't do it because I couldn't access anything. Everything was gone. So not only did this affect my website, my files, but it also affected my email because the domains and things were atti- were tied to, with th- that I ran my email under. You know, the uh, at newmodernlawyer.com email addresses that I use were also attached to the website. So, Last weekend, I spent hours working to get the email up. Uh, you know, I worked on the, the, the website, but of more importance was the email and getting that working um, you know, so I could send and receive things from clients and from import, you know, important stuff you know, for both the NoModline account and the law firm account. Suffice it, I get it up and running. The email is now working still working on the website stuff still seeing if if anything can be recovered on the sites or what's going to happen and as you're sitting here listening you're probably thinking how terrible this all sounds right the the fact that the website is down that I'm getting messages on there if you go to the website saying things like your account suspended and I had you know email accounts I can't get access to and the time I had to spend and all that kind of stuff and I'm going to admit it's You know, this has not been the way I envisioned spending my time the past couple of weeks, right? I mean, there are are things that I would much prefer to do instead than than mess around with these things. But, despite the annoyance of it, and and actually, inconvenience, I think, is probably a better word. Because, if anything, I was annoyed at myself for causing the issue in the first place. You know, that was on me, the fact that I pushed things off and it caused this. So, really, it was more of an annoyance that I caused, or excuse me, an inconvenience to me. You know, because ultimately, again, everything was down for a little bit. It's not the end of the world, right? And so, despite all this stuff, I've actually come to see this entire situation as a blessing. You know, a blessing because it's forced me to address something that I was putting off. Right, namely, updating my New Modern Lawyer website, you know, getting the content, things like that, that I needed to get to him. Stuff that I've been putting off, you know, I this kind of came to the forefront that hey, this is time to get this stuff worked on, right? Stop putting it off. And because this whole thing has really taught me a couple lessons. Now, the obvious lesson is to not procrastinate. <laughs> you know, don't put things off to the last minute. Which is a great lesson to learn and hopefully one that you can take as well. But more important than just that, superficial, you know, don't procrastinate, is actually getting down to the reason for the procrastination. You know? What caused me to put off getting the website content to the designer in the first place? You know, what caused me to put off getting the web hosting taken care of? You know, waiting until the last minute and not taking care of it sooner than I did. And so with this kind of questions in mind and trying to figure, you know, think about, you know, figure out what exactly is the, the underlying reason and cause for this. I sat with it for a bit. I got into the silence and I focused on my procrastination, what was causing it. And two things popped up for me. The first is that I don't like feeling uncomfortable. And when I do feel uncomfortable by the situation, I lean away from it. So in this situation, coming up with the content and the images for the web designer was, a, was, was uncomfortable for me because I knew it was going to take time that I have to devote to this that would be taken away from something else. It would require me to, to sit and think about what I wanted to say, what kind of message that I wanted to have, you know, what, kind, what would best resonate with my target audience. You know, because after all, uh, it's important that your website content speaks to uh, to the the fears, the desires, and things like that of your your target audience, the clients you're trying to serve. Um, you know, because you want it to be something that they can identify with, and it then ultimately convert, causes them to reach out to you, to contact you, to to hire you, or whatever. You know? Uh, It was a couple because I wasn't sure the the images I wanted to use and where to find them. I mean, that was one of the problems I had previously is that I didn't know, you know, I I was having a really tough time with the images. And so it kind of, in my head, I remembered how tough that was and wasn't really looking forward to that, you know, the, the discomfort of that situation. You know, and then obviously the possibility of making a mistake, you know, of not having the right message, images, whatever, something I did wrong that maybe turned people away, you know. And and this actually led me to the second lesson, which is that I've got some perfectionism in me to work on. You know, many of us lawyers, I think, have a streak of perfectionism running through us. You know, we want to be the best. We want the things that we do to be perfect the perfect argument the perfect document uh, the perfect brief you know the, you know this striving for perfection is one of the things that leads us to be high achievers you know and when and in that case the perfectionism can be a good thing you know when we're using it to achieve to accomplish things but this perfectionism also means that when something isn't perfect we don't want to put it out there. You know, a saying that I learned from one of my mentors is that 70% perfection is done and 100% perfection is failure. You Think about that. 70% perfection is done and 100% perfection is failure because there's no such thing as 100% perfection. So you striving for that 100%, even the 99.9% perfection it's it's a never-ending and ultimately fruitless quest. Like you're going to be spinning your wheels over and over trying to get that. And at the end of the day, you're not going to have the brief written. You're not going to be able to make the arguments. Because you're still just working on it. It's just not quite right for you, right? So, perfectionism in that case can be a detriment. And I know that's something that I've worked with. you know, And kind of dealt with in the past. And if you want to dig a little deeper into this, into this causing for the perfectionism, it all goes back to fear, I think. Now, you know, in my case, the fear was my website not, perf- not appearing professional. You know, not something that, um, that looked top-notch. You know, this 100% kind of a feeling. You know, I was afraid that, that people was going to reject me If my site didn't look a certain way, if it didn't have the necessary polish or the right bells and whistles and things, you know, it's it's the fear of being judged by others, and and this this fear of being judged in particular is something that I've been working on, you know, which kind of stems back to to self confidence in there, and and not worrying about other people, because people are going to judge you no matter what you do or what you don't do. You know, you can wear a, sh- a red shirt and some people are going to judge you and think that it's wonderful and other people are going to judge you and think that it's terrible and that it looks terrible on you. You know, it doesn't go with, with your complexion or, or, or the, the seasons or, or whatever, right? You know, judgments is what people do. You know, we are, humans are judgment-making machines. Like, that's what we do every day. And so, Really, what's the point of getting worked up about people judging you? Because they're going to judge you anyway, regardless, right? You know, and, and I'm not there yet myself, but ultimately I think where we want to end up, where the goal is that we're striving for is in, in not caring about what others think in just doing what you want to do and being who you want to be, right? Right. Again, I'm not there yet. This is definitely um, one of the lessons that I'm, I'm working on, that I'm learning here. But I think that when you get that to that point, where you get to the point where you don't care what other people think, where you do what you want to do because you want to do it, right? When you can get to that point, I think then you're, you're truly free. Like That is real freedom being able, you know, not worrying about other people, their opinions and, and such. All right, well, hopefully you found something in this episode that you can take with you to, to improve yourself. Um, again, I know that I've got lessons that I've found in this whole situation. I mean, at the very least, I think this is a warning not to procrastinate on important things like renewing your web hosting right? You know, when you get that email that says it's coming up due, you should probably look into it right away and not wait till the last minute, Um, you know, because you may end up with with a website down and and all these other issues, right? So thank you again for listening, guys. I, I do really appreciate it. And I will catch you on the next episode.